It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. My name is Morty Oberstein. You might know me better as Wix's official liaison to the SEO community. Let me remind you once again, very clearly, this has nothing to do with that. This is pure, unofficial Morty magic. Where can you find the SEO Rant? You can find the SEO Rant at theseorant.com. That was so surprising. Also, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, really wherever great, mediocre, and terrible podcasts are found, you can find the SEO Rant. You can find it on Twitter at SEO Rant or follow me on Twitter at Morty Oberstein. When does an SEO Rant come out? Kind of do it weekly on Thursdays, generally speaking, but there's no set date because I kind of do it on the side whenever I have time or when I really don't have time to do it anyway. So it makes sense to subscribe because there's no official date during the week, during the month when the podcast comes out. With that, let me stop hogging the mic. Let me introduce our guest today. He is the founder and CEO of Torque Partnership. He has worked with eBay, with Vodafone, with pretty much every major big client company on the planet about SEO. He is literally the enterprise SEO dude, for lack of a better word. It's Nick Wilsden. That's very kind of you, Morty. Yeah, I, I, I guess I am become the enterprise dude now. Yeah. About, uh, in case you haven't heard of Nick, like where have you been? <laughs> working, being busy. Yeah. Working. Uh, I like yeah. that. I like this that. is, uh, yeah. Um, so before we get into, it, would you mind just you know sharing with the audience what you've been up to these days? Yeah. So uh, as you say, I'm sort of uh, I've been SEO now for 20 years. So I've worked in all kinds of situations. I've been uh, uh, on agency side uh, through Arena Media, uh, Dentsu, Havas, uh, and then I came over to effectively client side, but as a consultant. Uh, for the last nine, ten years, really, and in that time, I've worked as uh, I've worked along most of the consultancies rather than the agencies. So I've worked, uh, you know, uh, Accenture Digital, McKinsey. Uh, so I've been in those kind of circles, and then I've been leading the uh, global SEO program across Vodafone, which uh, goes across sort of twenty-three markets. Uh, so that kept me quite busy, uh, and that, that kind of got me into kind of enterprise. A little bit busy. <laughs> that got me into this kind of en- enterprise consultancy, and I think that's what I'm probably best known for now is, is how to organise and run uh, SEO programs or, or digital transformation programs uh, across large enterprise. So that kind of makes sense that today we're talking about enterprise or doing SEO for enterprise sites, enterprise clients versus SEO for SMEs. Yes, because it's very, very different, and and I think the, it, and, and this what this is makes it very hard as well for people learning SEO because they hear about enterprise SEO and they kind of wonder well, what is what is enterprise SEO? You know, is it just bigger? It sounds so sexy, by the way. Does it? It <laughs> does, right? Because no, no, no SEO wants to. Be, I'm a small business SEO, which, by the way, kind of is a personal pet peeve of mine. There's, but enterprise SEO is just super sexy. There is, but there's, there's swings and roundabouts with that, isn't there? I mean, the for any enterprise SEO, and I can go into kind of the differences, but it, it it's very slow and it's it's moving it's moving a tanker an oil tanker and you're trying to you know and you're trying to think ahead because the tanker moves so slowly you have to think ahead you know several quarters or, or a few years in, in most cases and when you work on a smaller website you can be agile you can sign stuff off uh you, you know the seo can be pretty uh, you know autonomous really you can start you can get into performance you can get into scheme you can, you can make all these kind of suggestions and changes and you don't have to worry too much about the sign-off. Uh, so it allows you to be far more adventurous in what you're doing and, and far more agile. So is that really the, if you were to define the difference between working with an enterprise client versus an SME, is, it, is that it, fundamentally speaking? 
fundamentally, it's, it's it, the scale makes a difference, and you can't uh, you can't approach an enterprise project in the same way that you would for an SME. An SME, you would uh, you, you could get things knocked off very quickly, you can work through audits. With enterprise, you have to take a step back every time, and you have to think. You know, uh, an audit in itself is not that useful uh, because an audit will highlight things that need to be changed. The 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 real challenge in enterprise is how do you make that, those changes? How do you get those things done? And that means taking a step back each time and going, well, what's the business case for making these changes? What's the you know uh, what what's the overall priorities of the business? What are they trying to change? How does how does my work, my uh, KPIs fit in with the business KPIs at top level? You, you have to do a lot more planning, huge amount more planning. It's almost more advocacy. It's advocacy, yeah, absolutely, because you just won't get things signed off immediately, and and yeah, you become you become an advocate, a lead, a champion for SEO in that organisation, and because of the size, you know, part of that advocacy may be getting support, getting staff, getting uh, resources, agencies, uh, getting money for tools. I mean, these are all things you have to do when you're building a, a, an enterprise program. It's not a given. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's almost funny because I have to imagine you have to be a certain kind of person now. I mean, I'm going to say from personal experience, having worked, having currently, I currently work at an enterprise company versus having worked at a smaller or medium sized business in the past. It takes a certain kind of personality, I would imagine, yes, to navigate definitely. all of that. Yeah, it's, it's a mixture. You have to have, and I think that the base that I have of technical skills is great. And that's essential. You need to know what you're talking about and you need to be able to roll up your sleeves and, and get things done. You couldn't just be you, you know, delegating to everyone because you have, sometimes you have to get these programs off the ground. And that means rolling your sleeves up and actually getting in and creating sitemaps for markets or, you know, I've written schema, endless amount of schema in, in GTM. You know, you, you have to do these things, but you also have to have that, that range. So you need to be this kind of person who can then equally then turn around and present to the CEO or, or come in with a, a top line strategy or kind of inspirational idea of where SEO should be positioned because you have to appeal to different groups. I have to appeal to, to the, the C-suite, the, the executive, but then I need to be able to get on well with the devs and the different groups or the performance team or the uh, you know, customer experience team. So you need to have a lot of soft skills as well as the technical skills. And I think it's that, that you almost become an internal agency. I think that's what I'd, I'd say it's most similar to. When I, when I came across from agency to enterprise, I didn't realize quite how much I would en end up being a one-person agency. Uh, so uh, advocating SEO within that organization. And that, that's definitely how what happens. So I don't want to put my thumb on the scale for this one. I'm just going to ask you, how much of your time is spent doing the SEO work versus doing the advocacy work? It, it flexes between the two, depending on what's needed. Uh, I think some, sometimes I am entirely doing planning. And again, that, that comes back to how do you get things done? And consultants are, and we often get confused, I think, in the SEO industry, because we talk about consultants and we think they're a kind of freelancer. Mm -hmm. and, and they're not. There's a, there's a huge difference between consultants and freelancers. Freelancers are told what to do and they become a, a resource to help the business. And they, they kind of, you know, it, it fills in for headcount. A uh, consultant uh, is, is usually senior, but they're expected to lead that. They're expected to, to say, you know, what we're doing, how we're doing it, what the business goals are, what the projections are. So, so sometimes I'll be doing planning, huge amounts of planning for weeks just to, to convey to the business, you know, this is the opportunity for this year. This is the quarterly planning. This is the, the financial year planning. And you, you will do a lot of planning and, and you, that's part of the job. Uh, and, and a lot of SEOs who come into enterprise get a bit lost because they, they expect just to be doing straight away. You know, how do I do? How do I get these things? Fixed? And they get very frustrated 
so, so sometimes you have to take that step back, you have to do that planning element. And that's what consultants and consultancies are, are excellent at. If, if anything, they're actually too good at that because uh, the, the complaint you have about Accenture and about the, the big four is that they will spend all their time planning and not doing <laughs> any doing. And that, that's, a valid, that's a valid criticism. So, so you have to be able to do both though. So you do your planning, but then sometimes I'll be, I'll be you know, entirely hands-on and doing stuff. So it really flexes and, and it's that range and that flexibility that you have between them. But, uh, but you, do, you do get your rolling sleeves up and you do get into things. And I think that's what keeps your, your you know, keeps, gives you that edge. Uh, because you're, you're learning things and, and the other aspect you have to be an enterprise you have to be able to adapt and learn and pick up different specialist skills uh, if, you, if you take the my last year at eBay I, I've become uh, I'd say really fishing because I'm surrounded by cloud engineers but I've become <laughs> very very technical in the sense I'm working a lot on cloud now and on edge ops so I'm learning how Akamai works. I'm learning how large-scale deployments for uh, for SEO reasons, but also for performance, for user, uh, improving the user experience. So you have to be able to learn these different different skills and different aspects. Uh, equally, performance. Performance has become very, very specialist now. Yep. Uh, so you, you need yep. to be always learning. And, and I think if you... The, the risk is in this, in this field is that you become too good at, at just talking and presenting and you don't do enough hands-on. And then you, you no longer really know, you know, what you're, what you're recommending, what you're suggesting. Yes. You become an advocate with yep. no, no skills, with no, you know. So you have to have that balance. So I'd say I do, I do both all the time. Yeah, I, I still, you know, I'm, I do, I'm at Wix, so I'm doing a lot of advocacy, particularly internally these days. And I make sure that I still, I have, still have um, a bunch of data accounts on Rank Ranger where I used to work. I rummage through those accounts all the time. I work on my site, I work on my sister's site, I work on this one site. Not because I necessarily love all those things at any particular time, or I, I do love them, but it's more like I don't have time for them. But there's yeah. no other way to keep in it. It's you a, have to make time. You have to. You have to. It keeps you fresh. And, and I, I've always worked because I've, I've led very large teams, agencies. So I always work on the basis that, that I, have to, I have to learn it. Once I've learned it, then we've worked out the value of it. We can push it within the business. Then I can learn how I can delegate it. So I'm not doing the same thing over again. I'm meant to be the, the trailblazer. I'm meant to be the person that kind of works out, irons out all the creases, sorts out all the, the blocking, you know, blockages that we have doing what we're trying to do. And then I work out a way of then delegating it down. So you're, you're always doing something new, uh, but you, you do have to have that ability to be hands-on. And I'd say, actually, I've done, I've done far more hands-on work having gone into consultancy than I ever did in agency. Interesting. I think the, the risk in agency is that as you become more senior, you are the person who literally does pitching. You, you, you right. pitch endlessly, right. you meet clients, you, you become very strategic in that sense, but you do very, very little hands-on work because the agency model is very different. The agency model is, is a pyramid. It has to be. And it's supported by a large amount of, of more junior people. And that's the model. That's how it makes money because it pushes the work down and the juniors do it and, and the profit margin is maintained. For a consultant, they, they pay me a lot of money but they expect me to do it. So they're paying for senior consultants to, to work through these problems. So this is, this is generally where I've seen some of the movement to consultants from agency. And agency is, is, is still very useful. Agency is enormously useful. If you need to scale up and you need people, you need you know, bodies to, to, to do tasks, there's, there's no point getting someone like me to map right. your keywords or right. to do right. <laughs> absolutely no, no reason at all. You know? So... You know, that's where agency really comes in. But where agency has, has lost out to consultancy has been 
where do I get the, that senior expertise to really solve these blockages that you have? Because those senior people at agency are very few and far between, and they're, they're, they're spread across a lots of you know, senior clients that they have or on pitches. Right. And, and with consultants, they really want someone who has, you know, like me, who has you know, 10 to 20 years experience to come in and be on your project. For, for you know x number of hours x number of days per week so so this is really where i think they they're pushing towards consultancy and this is where the the top consultants traditional consultancies like Accenture, mckinsey they've started to pick up uh digital expertise because they they appreciate this model this is the the gap that exists at the moment between agency and consultancy so if you're someone who's currently working with smes and you want to move towards working as a consultant for an enterprise um for enterprise companies what were your? Where would you tell? Where would you tell them to start? What would you advise them not to do? What kind of personality would you recommend not get into this? I know I asked a yeah. bunch of questions in one shot. No, no, it's good. It's a really good question. I get asked this a lot because uh, it's also a natural progression for lots of people in our industry who want to move. You know, yeah, where do they go? It to seems like there are people who right. Like yeah. there's, a, I and, and I feel like just to qualify my question a little bit, I feel like there's a certain um, maybe misconception or myth that hey, I'll become an enterprise consultant. It's very sexy. I'll be involved with big clients. I'll basically sit on my rear end and advise them on what to do. And it's not that. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a whole different skill set. I mean, you know, my, my top three clients uh, have revenues of 71 billion US dollars. You know, these are, these are big clients. You, you, you don't walk into that uh, accidentally. <laughs> you kind of, you know, that, that takes, that takes Hi, a while I'm here. to happen. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. Can I have a job? It, it doesn't, you know, this, uh, so had, I mean, I get asked this question a lot. How do you get into this? And I'd say the, the first way you get into this is surround yourself with those kind of uh, SEOs, and you have to you have to seek them out and identify them because it's a very sub it's a very distinct set of SEOs, and you won't find it, you do find some posts from them because you, you'll read there, but their information that they put out is very different from the kind mm -hmm. of information you read on SEO that applies to SMEs. It's it's very detail orientated. You have uh, at enterprise level, you have uh, you know weeks to get in get lost on a very very specific problem that for an SME just wouldn't make sense they couldn't afford to employ you to do that it just the, the return on investment would just disappear so enterprise is all about detail um, I'd say the best way really is to come work with someone who is doing enterprise come work with someone like me and I've, I've trained up a few enterprise SEOs because you need to you need to have someone who's, who's almost going to mentor you in, in how to deal with those meetings, how to do that planning. How, and I, I've been very lucky in my career because I've been mentored by, as I say, you know, very senior people in, in traditional consultancy as well as uh, senior SEO. So I've had a very good training really across that range. So if you can find a job where you can, you can learn on the job, that's, that's amazingly valuable. And, and you will, if, if you can make that jump from being a freelancer to being a consultant, You've, you've literally made it and that's the key you know how can you how can you make that jump because a free as a freelancer you'll always have quite a restricted uh income in terms of what you can charge per day if you can go to consultancy you know that, that increases dramatically so i want to ask you about that because there is a certain sense out there that well i'm a freelancer i work with smes and that's not you know that's not good enough i need to be i need to be at the enterprise level and so forth is that well? I mean, I don't. Again, I don't want to put my 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 thumb on the scale about that. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about that. Is it inherently better to work for an enterprise client? Is that should that be the goal? No, it depends if you like that work. It's very it's different. Uh, it's sexy. You're right because they're bigger clients. They're, they're you know the brand well -known names, brand blah, names, blah, yeah, blah. exactly. And that's very good for 
you know, your career, but it is very different work. You, you have to be, as I said, the, the pace at which that work happens is much slower. You've got to be, you've got to be the kind of person who will be very patient. Uh, they will be prepared to work at a problem for, you know, significantly longer than you would on SME. If you, if you like quick change, if you like relative autonomy, then enterprise really isn't for you. Uh, you, you need to be, you're, you're battling, you know, huge teams, your budgets, you've got internal politics. You really have to get into politics. And I'd, yeah. I'd say yeah. those soft skills and that internal politics is something that you have to enjoy. It's, uh, um, yeah, it, I don't think people realize that there's a lot of power. You have to be good at, at navigating politics and relationships. It's, I, I'll tell you, someone who works for a big brand, there's never a day I feel like, wow, I work for a big brand. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah exactly. I it, feel fortunate that I have the ability to help shape the web. And that's a very lofty thing that I really enjoy. And I just, I just enjoy the work. Yeah. I, I enjoy this. Yeah, I definitely, I, I enjoy it. I like the, the feeling I get when, when things have worked is great. And especially when you've worked at a specific project or a specific problem for, for a long time. And it finally, everything then falls into place. You, you feel like it's a, you know, the, the end scene of Ocean's Eleven. Everyone's happy. <laughs> you, feel, you know, it's just, it's, it's a great feeling. And you never, and, and you change so much of the web. I mean, you know, as you say, you, you're, you're the scale at which you're working, even getting some of these things, these projects off the ground, uh, the, the scale is enormous. And, right. and I've, I've been responsible for, you know, huge growth in, in some of the clients, you know, which is millions. I mean, it's, you have to, you know, you really enjoy that, that scale. Um, it's, it's, it's meaningful. Yeah. It could be really. But yeah. by the way, working with the SMB or an SME can also be meaningful. I don't think there's any uh, any. This is more meaningful than that. It just whatever the type of work you like doing and wherever you find meaning, do that. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, and I, I actually I have uh, I have an SME client as well that I, I know very well. I get on very well with them, and I, I keep them uh, as someone I consult for as well. And, and I do that because every now and again, it's quite refreshing just to, to walk into a business and just get things done really quickly in yeah. a matter of, uh, you know, just <laughs> literally just, you know, log in. To you do miss that. You definitely miss um, that. And so, you know, it's, it's a balance, but it really is, uh, it, it's different work. And I think that's a key point. It's not the same. It's not just the same work, but larger. It's, it becomes very different work. Yeah. I mean, look, it's like, imagine you move to, I don't know, like Bermuda. Wow. Amazing. You move to Bermuda. It's beautiful. I would imagine after five years of living there, it's just like waking up and living wherever you were living before. It just, it's just life. Yeah, you get, you get used to it. And I think I, I would, I, I now, because I introduce people into this, into the world of enterprise and, and then I see it through their eyes and you see them kind of, uh, and, and I'm just used to it because I've been there for 10 years. So I'm, I'm used to the politics. I'm used to the, the pace. Uh, I'm used to, you know, how things work. Uh, but yeah, it can be, it can be deeply frustrating for some people and for me it's just that's that's how I do SEO I I would uh I would struggle now to do SEO for most SMEs because the level of detail that I would go into or planning that I'd go into would be difficult for their budget it wouldn't really make sense uh so you 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 know you wouldn't do that for an SME uh so and and yeah it just it wouldn't make sense for their for their budgets to to employ me to spend you know uh a few weeks sort of working out a particular (laughs) crawl path and how we're how we're resolving it just you know um yeah that wouldn't make sense so yeah you get used to those kind of projects those kind of clients so just to sort of end off really quickly because i i know i know my listenership and when they start dropping off and no point in time i say this every podcast no point in talking if they're not listening um what what would be the the biggest drawback of working on the enterprise level so that if someone's looking to get into it they should be aware of 
Um, like say, Outside of not the, having any free time for anything. <laughs> not having any free time for anything. Yeah. Being, being at the, the you know, you, you sell your soul, Morty. So, you know, they, <laughs> Sometimes they, to the devil. They, they give you a price and you sell out and you do it. That's fine. Uh, so, you know. You're, you get a sellout card. Your partner becomes very happy with you. Uh, but yeah, you will, you will sell your soul. Yeah. By the uh, way, if you don't like your partner, brilliant thing to do. Just get involved with it. <laughs> You'll never see them again. You'll just never see them again, right? Uh, but yeah, it's it's you. You've got to uh, yeah, see if you enjoy it or not. I mean, talk to enterprise SEOs. You know, come. I mean, I'm I'm always happy to talk to people and and um, mentor them, suggest what what's going on. So yeah, talk to them. Uh, if it's an area you want to get into, then you know, spend some time to really understand what they're doing. I think the the other thing you need to be aware of is that, that tech tech SEO is the cornerstone of this. Yep. So you're, you know, an enterprise SEO has, has always been fought for between marketing and product. And in my opinion, product is winning now. So, you know, SEO is kind of coming under product a lot more and that, that requires technical skills. So, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of learning. You're going to have to be prepared to, you're going to, have to kind of be the kind of person who always wants to learn new things at the weekend. Because right. it's uh, un- unlike agency where you'll become very senior and you'll kind of know how it's working. You know, you're, you're always going to have a new problem, new challenge in yep. enterprise. And look, if, it, so, if that's not you, that's not you. Well, that's, if it's not you, yeah, you, you, you may not want that. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's you, you've got to talk to people, and understand the kind of work, and it is very different. Um, but yeah, I, I I love it. I wouldn't do anything else, and I'll probably I'll probably I'll probably end up being enterprise. But, but you will like your spouse. That's I, I yeah. love my spouse. Yeah, <laughs> okay, she's, good. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she'll be listening to this. No, I absolutely <laughs> love my spouse. She's she's very happy. Uh, she's equally she's equally been enterprise herself. Uh, so okay, good. So that, that she, she's worked for Yandex, uh, so oh, she's nice. uh, very aware of that kind of size. I think both of us have always had kind of quite large clients. Imagine I think the weird, the weird, I think the strange thing for me is having having done this for so long, I now get phone calls from CEOs of brand name clients who, who basically just ring me up and say, you know, can you uh, can you come in and assess the business, Nick? Right. Which, is the, which is, I think, I find, I always find that quite funny. Hey, that's uh, so flattering as anything. It's it's flattering and fun, but it means that you know I'll never end up doing anything else. I think. There you um, go. Talk talk will always be you know this will always be a consultancy. And if that works for you, that that's perfect. And it sounds like it is perfect. I've, evidently. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Uh, come find me on Twitter, uh, Nick Wilson, W I L S D O N. Um, so yeah, I'm always happy to talk to people on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn equally. I think I've got, having been around 20 years, Mordy, I think my footprint online is is fairly extensive. So I'm uh, telling you, if you haven't heard of Nick, I mean, I don't know, no judgment. Maybe you're new to SEO. Maybe you're not in Nick's circle of like 4 million people, but Nick's <laughs> kind of like everywhere. Um, anyway. In, in um, the UK, in the UK. I mean, it's like, I always say it's about, you can be SEO famous, but SEO is still a very small, my, well, we all know each my other. kids ask me, are you famous? I'm like. I'm SEO famous. I'm like an SEO. Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that counts, buddy. <laughs> we we definitely it's, it's it's nice. It's a nice sort of area. I mean, this is what I always loved about the SEO industry and the community. And and I've got so many of my best friends are, are SEOs. They're in. They're also in the industry yep. because we spend so much time with each other. And uh, you know, it is it is a great industry. It's a great place to learn. But it is uh, yes, you, you can be SEO famous and still keep your feet on the ground. <laughs> I think I manage yeah, it. I'm okay. pretty sure it's okay. <laughs> It's definitely not Beyonce famous. Doesn't doesn't um, get me restaurant bookings. I need to ask. We can ask Barry right, and see if he gets restaurant. That's bookings. where you know you're really famous. You walk into a restaurant, and you get a free meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good. No, that, be, that I would be great. We and they're not a client. Out. And they're not a client. You get a free meal, and they <laughs> free meal. You're, and you're not giving them SEO advice. <laughs> 
Okay. So the SEO rant, again, find it at the SEORant.com. When does it come out? Don't know. Check it out. Thursdays, weekly, usually. But again, makes sense to subscribe wherever you consume your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud, or wherever. Subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode comes out. Nick, thank you again for coming on. This was really entertaining, really fun. And definitely check out Nick on Twitter at Nick Wilson on Twitter. Thanks, Nick. Thanks so much. Thanks, everyone. Doodles.